no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That better who you the lights go dim. James Cagney to, to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you and dirty, dirty tricks to your made. From wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones. Romantic, crazy fans that leave no real fun. Hollywood is still from history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. History, the history of film, all of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. <laughs> so here we go, part two of Gone in sixty seconds. I'm James Wyatt Scott. I'm Drake Cummings, and I'm Devin Mueller. <laughs> yeah, and we are here with film history. The, the history, history of film. And, you know, last we left our heroes here, uh, I was taking you through the the amazing plot of 1974's Gone in 60 Seconds. I told you a little bit about the star, the writer, the creator of the franchise, the Crash King himself, uh, Toby H.B. Halicki, or H.B. Toby Halicki. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just going to keep it up in this part two, bringing you the fucking sexy cars, the the innuendo, the 70s terrible dialogue, and uh, the longest car chase in film history. And I'm going to tell you about the filming of said car chase, and things are going to get really dangerous. I'm so excited to hear about this this um, absolute crime against uh, crime against the city. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, you're telling me that like it, it all didn't just go perfectly according to plan? Like that's, no, that, I thought that for sure the longest car chase in film history would have just <laughs> gone off without a hitch. Right, right, and just kind of filming it with like little to no permits, and, uh, <laughs> but with full support of the police. By the way, like there were even some police that were in the movie. They're like, "Oh, this is a cool movie. This is sick, we're dude." Gonna... <laughs> they're like, "Please stop him from driving his car like that." And they're like, "Ma'am, we're in the movie too. Why don't you step aside?" Do you think the cocaine they used in the movie was prop cocaine, or was that from the <laughs> evidence locker? It looked real, man. It definitely looked like some really good uncut. Wait, people were doing blow in the movie well the big bag of heroin that they rip out of the car you know heroin. they start they, sorry <laughs> no that's okay but it was definitely some pure white heroin you know <laughs> it was it was definitely a colombian argentinian brazilian <laughs> heroin or wherever the hell they're whoever they're stealing the the cars for you know they're like we don't have any heroin but i do have this big brick of cocaine will this work <laughs> as a substitute for the prop <laughs> real cocaine <laughs> just like yeah oh man yeah you should definitely watch this one by the way i mean it's definitely like a just 70s romp through you know it, it's it's fun it's a fun movie to watch and it's especially the the art direction on it is fun too you got like the cars the uh, costumes all yeah. that stuff is, uh, the haircuts and mustaches it's all like super 70s yeah man and it, the, the music's all like tick, tick, the music was a big thing. That was a big part of this movie. There's a uh, if you have a like surviving version of this movie before 1999, 
you have the original music that was in it. But after 1999, they had to change all the music. They lost all the rights to like their original music. In what? This movie. <laughs> How yeah, do you do that? I don't even know. What are the man. mechanics of this? There was some legal shit involved with this movie. It, Permits. It, 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 <laughs> permits and yeah 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 there's like a law office somewhere that has all the documents of why this movie was illegal you know <laughs> wait, wait, so the music wasn't their original music it was like they just stole tracks there was tracks. one that was called Gone in 60 Seconds one of the that track didn't make it you oh. know like, there's one called like HB ramps his car and it's like I they didn't know I wonder that. if they just ripped songs and changed the names probably or they didn't pay the guy who made it or something somebody (laughs) got fucked over along the way their lease ran out you know (laughs) basically (laughs) 1999 they were like we're the new sheriff in town and everything you've done is illegal up until this point (laughs) (laughs) we're prepping for this new movie we gotta clean up some old lawsuits (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of uh, kind of actually. <laughs> I, yeah, you have, actually we're gonna get into that. Yeah, oh, okay. like I told you in part one, HB and his wife Denise, Robert Kardashian's third cousin, <laughs> raise 150 grand themselves with this movie in mind. Um, and like I said, their their structure was they would raise money as they would go. You know, he's still running the shop and shit. She's still being the third cousin of a Kardashian and they were just raising money and shooting it as they went. And 150 grand, again, you put that through the old inflation calculator, that's $850,000 that they raised, you know, to make this movie, which I mean, they didn't spend any of it on permits, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm not exactly sure where the money came from. Again, we got another one here. <laughs> I know the budget, luckily. Thank yeah. God. No idea where this fucking money came from. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's absurd to 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 assume that they could raise just under a million dollars their money. You know, yeah, like for sure, he was a really popular car yeah. car dealer. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that's a loop- that's what it was. He was dealing cars. In That's the seventies, That's what he was millions. doing. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, it was a lucrative business, uh, and he was the friends fuck makes with everyone in town. Selling used cars in the seventies, in the middle of a gas shortage crisis, <laughs> in the middle of a gas, <laughs> in the most in, the, in a in a toxic lead cloud filled uh, city. He was friends hey, with everyone in you town. You know what you know? I should They're convince like, everybody yeah. to buy the thing that uses the most we have least of. <laughs> and also, like because- we we. <laughs> We know we know people in in our circle who have done this where it's like you just pay to be in the movie. Dude, like this, hey mayor you want to be in the movie throw me 50 grand, you yeah. know? Like this was a Keith Sutliff movie for <laughs> sure. Like self-funded <laughs> star directed written by, you know, um, the man himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Keith Sutliff and uh, we're talking about a personal friend of ours, but if you want to go check out his work, he does have some films out there. Mm-hmm. Keith definitely follows the model of H.B. Halicki. Like, mm-hmm. raise your own money, make your own movie, put yourself in it, mm-hmm. write the script, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was definitely like a... Uh, a lot of heavy the refuge. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he's just he's just shopping around roles. He's like, all right, yeah. police chief, throw me twenty uh, k. You can be in the starring role in a, in a Hollywood movie, in a yeah. real Hollywood movie. <laughs> and Drake, or, I mean Dev, yeah, man, heavy lifting indeed. And dude, it paid off, man. I, I mean, I'm still holding out. I'm holding out how much this thing made. I don't want to tell you guys yet, but I promise at the end I'm going to tell you. Um, but like for yeah, a man, we, who... let's put a wager on it right okay. now. 
What um Drake? You want to make a gamble? You want not a gamble, but let's guess. Yeah, 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 a gentleman's wager. I will say yeah. so. So this made I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in modern day money because that's just easier for my brain to understand. Uh-huh. So this was made for just under a million modern day num- money. Right. I'm gonna say it made fifty million dollars modern day money. That's your. That's yours. What about you, Dev? You, yeah, it was eight hundred thousand with the inflation added. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it was one hundred fifty thousand in nineteen seventy four. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That's the inflation. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Fifty million is a good guess. Uh, I <sighs> like eight times more than uh, eighty mil. Gotcha. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. I'll keep those in. I'll keep. Uh, the, put it's those gonna on be the board. like fifteen or thirty or some shit. It's gonna be like the two hundred and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them all on the board. I mean, I can tell you guys now if you want. No, 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 okay. no. no. Save for the no, end. No. Okay. In the audience cliffhangers. Remember? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically. Um, so he he would go around like I said he was collecting cars he was like this was the main expense of the movie from 1971 to 1974 he would just go and collect the cars that he wanted in this movie you know and he got all of these like police cars and he bought a bunch of police cars and garbage trucks for the film at a city auction in 1972 for an average price of 200 bucks each for these cars. And even with inflation, it's like $1,100 a piece, you know? So he was getting, like, government cars, garbage trucks, police cars for cheap. He was buying everything. This was going to be a car movie. Yeah. And he needed a fuckload of cars. <laughs> I mean, he crashes yeah. 93 cars in this film. That's insane. Did he yeah. intend to, or he just kept fucking up and was like, now it's part of the movie? And both. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I have a segment coming up called uh, Get the Fucking Shot. And I'm going to tell you a lot of Get the Fucking Shot stories. All right, great. Wonderful. So, yeah, he went on to legally acquire all the cars to illegally acquire in the movie. You know, a very cool way to do it. And they just kind of sat in empty parking lots. Like I said, like, at some point in L.A. in 1973, you would pass, like, a, a lot in commerce that had, like... 30 of the coolest fucking cars you've ever seen. It, it's kind of wild that no one stole any cars from know, him. Yeah, like a real life. Like, that especially that because... was going to be my thing. I would have been so happy for some car thieves to just start stealing cars from them the... over like two nights or whatever, you know? Like be so meta. The, 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 the car for your Gone in 60 Seconds movie was gone in 30 seconds. Because, <laughs> I mean... Dude, a 70s car shouldn't even take 60 seconds, man. Those things you would just hop in and, like, yeah. pop open the thing. It's two wires. Do the thing, you're good to go. <laughs> and also, like, uh, so this is a shit ton of cars sitting in lots for years. So that means yeah. it was either his job or someone's job to, like, every week, every other week, go and just turn the car on and yeah. drive it, like, drive around, around the block and park it back up again. Make so sure that it it's doesn't... not collecting dust. Yeah, yeah, like, that's it becomes progressively more of a pain in the ass the yeah. more cars you have. Yeah. For sure. He was a car guy, man. Depends and on the type of car, yo. Eleanor's mm. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like I said in the in part one, if you remember, you know, his family was a car family from 1919. So I guess he was just kind of used to, like, uh, running a fleet of cars. Yeah. You know, I mean. It's this not that take... weird for me to, like, wake up in the morning and go get do all the shit I got to do on my boat. 
That's like, true. For some people, yeah. it's probably but super weird. Now do but, that on yeah. 90 boats. <laughs> on 100 boats. <laughs> do yeah, it on 100 yeah. boats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I owned a marina, yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> he owned the marina. Yeah. Exactly. He even filmed something in the marina. Oh, really? But, uh, dude, they filmed in five different cities across California, That's all without permits. So <laughs> unnecessary. I know, man. Well, yeah. here's, the, here's the real reason. He could only get away with so much illegal shit in one city and yeah. spread off across five. He's like, all right, this is how much LA is going to let me get away with. Yeah. <laughs> I need five cities to disperse that over. Like, that was one of the reasons why it was the longest car chase scene. It spanned five whole cities of California. What? Yeah, man. Insane. He wasn't fucking around. He That's... did, like, the car chase movie. I think That's it was crazy. yeah, but uh, he also he starred, directed, produced it. Like I said, he even did his own stunt work. I remember you know mentioning yeah. that in part one. Uh, that was Halicki in that car. Yeah, that's, like, so, that's cool. Did yeah. he do driving for anyone else's characters? Nah, it was always just for his guy. You know, was he a good actor or was the acting pretty pretty like you paid for this? The acting was awful. <laughs> okay, all right. The acting throughout this whole film is so it's not just the script that's bad. It's also like the acting is not there either. It's so bad. Oh my god, it's that's so, so funny. It's the room bad. I'm telling you. Like, oh it is my god. The acting and the dialogue. There are times where literally like they're just reading off of a cue card or something. There's and he most of the actors are his family and his friends like these are yeah. his wife plays his wife his buddies in the shop oh play the God. guys in the shop you know like and it's just that it's one way to save money you know he was trying to keep the budget low so he wasn't he didn't he didn't hire any actors yeah basically yeah, yeah. these are just people yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I, 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 I remember actors. hearing you know people would see like a car crash or like a police car run by and they would think it's real and yeah running to rush to help like who they thought were victims and then like yeah the cops like why aren't you stopping look he's hurt and, like, yes you know. dude he was terrorizing california <laughs> and yeah the cops weren't stopping him because they were in the movie like i said they had actual police officers actual firemen actual paramedics all sign up to do this movie the fucking mayor of carson sack yamamato he appears as himself, as the mayor, and he's literally doing, like, we're opening a new sheriff's office in Carson, and a huge car chase goes by while he's, like, opening the sheriff's office. And it was, like, it was the same thing that Ocean's Eleven did, where it was, like, we're going to make a movie on the Vegas Strip, and you're going to be cool with it, and we're going to show us fucking you up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was the same shit here, where it's, like, we're going to glorify crime using yeah. all your real police officers in the movie and we're gonna like make them look silly that's <laughs> so funny I just it? don't know how you get away with it that, because everyone was like I get to be in a movie yeah exactly cool. exactly hell yeah that'll get me more votes for Carson mm. <laughs> you know? Carson was like a, a one tractor at the time I think <laughs> like that was the whole town you know <laughs> the sheriff's officer opening the movie was the first one they had ever had you know um, <laughs> for the first time it's not just a town for horses it's a town for people <laughs> I think they actually are like a Carson newer... is where the oil refineries are. That's right. That's right. That's where. <laughs> Which is even more ironic <laughs> during a That's gas hilarious. shortage. They're like, none of these people have fucking jobs because we don't have any more oil pumping out of here. So like. <laughs> Hey, yeah, it. come shoot a movie. Hire come our sh- cops, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank God, I didn't have shit to do today. <laughs> go, I was bored. <laughs> go watch you fuck yourself up in a car real quick. Um. So wait, what were the five cities? 
They're probably all boroughs of Los Angeles. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. isn't technically Torrance. like Santa Monica, Maria Del Rey, Culver City, Culver City, Studio City, yeah, Korea City, <laughs> Korea City, Little Odessa, you know, Odessa whatever. City, <laughs> Glendale City. It covers. Oh, I'm sorry. It covered six California cities from Long Beach to Carson. That's what uh, it says. Yeah. And uh, he was all up in them, man. He was definitely all up in those cities. He wasn't in there long because he was going very fast. (laughs) (laughs) He was gone. But, but, you know, like I told you, he's running his real-life workshop while he's filming this scene. So how else do you save on some money? You You don't need any actors. You just cast all your friends and some mechanics and some cops and shit. Um, Well, also, he cut down on some money. The headquarters in the movie is just his shop. In real life. So I think it was another way to also do like a cross promotion thing. You know, hey, this is also going to get him some business. Yeah, was it just, it was, it was just called a shop? Like he didn't change the name or anything? No. It was like... it was, well, no, it was called Chase Research in the movie. Okay. <laughs> Which was like an insurance research, but also their HQ for their crime, their crime ring that was yeah. passed down to them by their, <laughs> their father, father, if you yeah. remember. Uh, but it was his real life workshop, and that was the one Halicki's mercantile, basically, mm. that he used, you know, as the as also the pro- production office for this movie. So funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I just imagine this like, imagine working for this guy, and he's like, he comes in one day, and you're a mechanic, and he's like, I'm gonna make this movie. <laughs> he's like, what now? It's like I'm gonna take some of the money from the shop. And I'm going to make a movie where we crash a bunch of cars. We don't do that. That's we don't, not the no. things that we do. And then he's like, I'm going to show, it's, but it's about car thieves. And they're like, no, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't show people stealing the cars that we work on. You know, that would be very bad. The cars that you buy, by the way. You know. <laughs> this all seems very incriminating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in 1973, Los Angeles... Thousands of people were just out and about on a normal day, and our boy the Crash King comes speeding by in a beat-up Mustang at 100 miles an hour, uh, chased by a brigade of cop cars is basically how this thing went down. Like, there was, like, at least 30 cop cars chasing him in the movie, you know? And stunt people are just, like, wrecking the shit out of these cars. And, yeah, Dev was talking about it. There were bystanders who were running around, and every now and then there'd be a scene where like someone would crash and they were pretending to be injured, which they probably just were fucking injured, you know. But people are running out of the sidewalks and Allegedly. shit like, oh my god. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> people are just running from like the sidewalks and shit to the car, like, oh god, like someone call nine one one. Like oh this there's blood coming from the man's head, you know. <laughs> and the guy's like, Oh no, we're just doing a movie, don't worry. You know? Oh my so, god. Imagine Bro. you have to you have to believe the guy. He's like, yeah. No, I'm just in a movie. Especially because it's like if you if you live in LA, you're used to people shooting things. Yeah. And so you know what the telltale signs of production is. Like yeah. this kind of truck, this kind of notice. And so you're seeing this that's Lots claiming to be a movie. Members. And be like, yeah. I know what movies look like filmed in L.A. Yeah. This does not this look does like not that. Look like what that. the fuck is actually happening? Dude, you claim I mean, like, this is just, a movie, but there is no there is no movie stuff here. Just walking around L.A. is like being on acid in the 70s. Like, yeah. you know, you can't imagine if this is like you're just walking down the street and you're sober and like this happens. You're like, what is going on? What is this? Is this real life? What in the hell? No, hold on. I'm trying to help you. And like, you're like, what is happening? Like, it's oh, just. 
I get why people went insane. It's very understandable. <laughs> Probably called 911 and they're like, look, this guy was in a horrible car crash just now and now he's saying he's part of a movie. I think he hit his head really hard. <laughs> it's like he says he's an actor, but like we just watched him, you know, smash into and a light pole thing- at 80 miles an hour. You just see, like, an alien running down the street after a porn star, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. Where am I? Where, where Maybe I hit my head. Where are we? I'm just going to continue to go about my day and not tell anybody that I saw that. But they were constantly running into, like, the general public. There was a scene where they steal another Eleanor, another bad luck Eleanor. They stole out of this guy's driveway, and he's, like, drunk in his living room. And he sees them fucking steal the car, and he goes running after them, and he gets in his own car, or his wife's car, to go chase down his car. Well, now they, they manage to escape him, and he gets pulled over by the cops, because he's, like, flying through the city, you know, chasing after his stolen car. And the cops pull him over into a gas station, and the scene is, like, he's in his robe, he's drunk. And they're like, you're going downtown. You're flying through town, you know, all drunk. And he's like, no, the guy stole my car. You don't understand. Well, they're at the gas station filming this scene, and a bunch of bikers had shown up to the gas station. And this was the 70s, like the time <laughs> of the Hells Angels. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biker gangs were real rough. Bikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real That's bikers. Yeah, 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 yeah. These were real bikers. Not just bike Not just no. Ventura bikers. Real bikers. <laughs> And these actors are dressed as cops, arresting this other, you know, actor. Uh-huh. And the bikers come over there and start fucking, like, pushing these guys around. And, like, you fucking cops, fucking, like, 30 bikers descend oh on this Oh, my God. <laughs> and again, they have to be like, no, no, we're filming a movie. <laughs> the bikers are like, yeah, sure, you fucking pigs. Oh, my God. Did they use that biker stuff in the yep. film? Yep, they used the Whoa. biker stuff. There were bikers on the street who were also, like, hurling shit at cops. Cars that Whoa. were bought by Haliki and driven by. I mean, his but friends. like, the, there's gotta be a camera nearby you can point to. Yeah. And be like, look, it's being filmed. But these are drunk bikers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we don't believe you. Look at all those cameras out here. <laughs> this is the segment, though. Get the fucking shot. Okay. <laughs> this segment is get the is, fucking shot. Get, get the, the fucking shot. shot. Get the shot. A.K.A. And it was left in the film. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a guy who plays a detective, J.C. Agajanian Jr. He was also one of the uh, producers of this thing. He's playing a detective. He's in a roadblock sequence at the Torrance Mazda agency. It was this whole awesome. He He got some really cool like car dealerships that clearly agreed to let him run cars through there and go nuts. He damaged a lot of cars on dealership lots, by the way. He was like... Probably got a bunch of free cars from that way, you know? Yeah, just smash into them and it's yours now. Well, I mean, it's yours for a price. It's not free. It's not free about that. You're breaking by it. I mean, like, yo, Mazda, do you want us to be on your lot or do you want us to go over to Toyota? Right. Yeah, yeah, How many cars you got you can hook us up with? They're like, you mean the Crash King? Yeah, come on. Film at our dealership. <laughs> With all these new cars out here. Uh, but there was a stunt that went totally wrong, of course, with Eleanor at the Mazda agency. And basically, the it slammed into this unmarked police car. And this guy, JC, who's playing the detective, was standing 
like leaning against the police car that he smashed into at like 40 miles an hour. Oh my God. He managed to get oh, out of the way and shit, but he was like one of the first almost casualties of this movie. Oh my God. Left it in the film. <laughs> they got the shot. Okay. They got the fucking Good. shot. <laughs> uh, it I mean, truthfully speaking, as a filmmaker, if that kind of thing happens on a set and no one and no one's injured, true. I think I think you, you, you should oh, you, you should it. leave it in the shot because it's the most realistic. Look, if you're if you're making Ben Hur, even when someone does get killed, you keep it in. You know, I, you know if a helicopter you know obliterates uh, a man and two children, I don't, I don't think you should leave that. Don't leave in that the film. one in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh, uh, uh, wait, were there any casualties in this film? No, no one got killed. Wow, that's yeah, impressive. But Halicki almost did. HB Halicki got fucked up doing this movie. Okay. And I'll tell you about that. Cool. But there was another scene, uh, the construction area where the Mustang has been surrounded, and this patrol car roars up this hill in pursuit, and it just kind of like flips over a bunch of shit. That was a real accident. Um, he almost died when the siren can on the roof like caved in the roof. Basically, they had to like get him out of that car. You know, it was like, and he almost died doing that. That was left in there. That that made the cut. That was uh, get the fucking shot. Um, <laughs> so there was another one Baker Eleven. This cop car. It was supposed to crash in the final scene. Uh, the drivers of the other police cars decided to all just wreck for the hell of it because this one car wrecked and they were all like, oh, you know what would be fun? Let's just all wreck, too. Just just, just uh, actively put ourselves in danger yeah. by like, slamming our cars into other cars. Yes. <laughs> and safety features are not what they are today. They, they, you know, they, they used to be just like kind of... Uh, uh, a lap an, belt and airbag. Yeah, my '72 Chevy pickup truck had a lap belt. No, yeah. no airbags. Oh, there's no airbags. No airbags. No how way. Did, how did no one die? I don't know, man. And they, you can tell too in the scene that they just did Alcohol, it for the hell of it. Cocaine. Wow. Alcohol, and also, I mean, cars were made out of metal back then, whereas now they're made out of like yeah. the same uh, material used to make Hot Wheels. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> this was Detroit Steel, baby. Yeah, they yeah. were all. They, all these cars were coming out of the Detroit Steel mills. Yeah. Where, like, people's Solid. dads were dying to make that Nova. Solid metal is Solid <laughs> steel, baby. <laughs> steel Titans. If you need to get rid of a body, it's at the steel mill, you know. <laughs> but, uh, so, <laughs> so, to achieve the effect, though, of these cars all sliding into it and just hitting, hitting each other for fun and shit, they would also, they would do this thing in the movie where they would, like, put oil under the tires. And I'm sure some people have done that, you know, in a bunch of movies, but... It would basically just, you know, it's just fucking, now you're just in an uncontrollable stop. <laughs> like, it was for fun, you know? It was oh, like, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, this will make it look way more cool, dude. Yeah. But also, wants to make it impossible for me to bail if it's going wrong? Yeah. Don't let it go wrong, yeah. my guy. <laughs> he did this once at the, it was the Moran Cadillac dealership, or Moran, I'm not sure how you say it, but... uh he put oil on his tires to race through this dealership, and he's just fucking 
smashing into every car. <laughs> oh like, my god! He probably smashed into like six Cadillacs. The on dealership, the dealership. Did they approve this beforehand? Yeah, I mean they approved it beforehand. I'm sure they disapproved when he left. You know, <laughs> I'm sure they were like, "Well, sure, wish we hadn't fucking done that." Well, you know? uh, they didn't know that all the car smashing was gonna happen. Yeah, no, they didn't know. Uh, he probably did. Uh, he was probably like, "Let's be honest, I'm not gonna get through that whole dealership without hitting at least one of those fuckers." <laughs> you know, but. We'll 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 ask uh we'll we'll instead of asking for permission we'll just apologize later. I like you know? I also I like how there's this gas shortage. He's just like just throw it on the ground. Just <laughs> yeah, fucking... just throw some of that precious oil. <laughs> we got so much of it over here. Because I want to do spinnies. <laughs> spinnies. You know, I want to get real spinny with it. <laughs> I want to go slutty. <laughs> I like for it to be slick. <laughs> you know, and uh, that scene was left in him smashing all those Cadillacs. And there's some reactions from some people inside that are very real. They're like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh, incredible. Oh, man. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's got some of the worst acting ever, but some of the best acting because it's not acting. It's just genuine shock, <laughs> awe, and, and horror. Yeah. It's a real good blend between a reality or a documentary and yeah. a live-action fiction. Exactly. That actually is kind of what it feels like, to be honest. It really does. It is I mean, the main character is a car. It, yeah, yeah. Like the they character. say that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the car. It's not about that's, anything else. I think that's one of the cool things about movies like this. These like B action movies in the seventies is it's almost like you said, Dave. It is this like near documentary because everything that you're seeing is just real. You know, there's no CGI here. This is just. People actually making cars do the shit that you're seeing, you know. I mean, I mean, all the movies of that era. Think of like Taxi Driver. Like, yeah. You know, all those yeah. fucking seventies um, Raging Bull, like yeah. all that stuff. Godfather. They're all just practical, practical effects. effects. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's well worth watching this movie for the car effects and the you know the shooting stuff and it's all great man i'm sure they use some live ammo in this movie too oh I'm man sure. yeah I'm, of course uh, that definitely, definitely definitely happened definitely happened just shooting out the la streets just live ammunition <laughs> definitely probably happened man there was one scene that got left in that was very morally questionable so <laughs> there's a scene these fire trucks are seen on the gerald desmond bridge during the main chase where's that bridge oh is long that... beach yeah oh okay yeah, this was this was the Long Beach part of the movie, and you see some fire trucks on the bridge. Well, they were just actually on the way to an emergency call. They were uh, just really on the way to somewhere. Oh, so they just like, hey, get those fire trucks! Yes, they just, like, shot it as they <laughs> yes. passing by. They weren't yes, even playing. Dude. They weren't theirs. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Yes, I don't say. I mean, that's kind of funny. Yes. I don't think it's bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's maybe an like ambulance it's... is probably not that great, but a fire yeah. truck. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. also, I mean, getting out of a tree, you don't know. It's still just a passing car. It's not like you see like getting footage of a man being burned alive in a building yeah, or that's like true. someone being like trying to be resuscitated at the scene of a crash. Like yeah. it's just a car going by. For sure. You know, what if they're going to a bachelorette yeah. party? You don't know where they're going. Yeah. Cars go by all the time. Some of them happen to be emergency vehicles. Get the fucking you shot. <laughs> but dude, where Halicki really fucked himself up. There were two different occasions where he really got it bad and uh it made it in the movie. Nice. Uh, there is, you know, this famous jump scene, and they recreated it in 2000 and Gone in 60 Seconds. This was what, this made it into the trailer, and this is what exploded this movie 
into what it became was this jump scene with Eleanor. It's during the big main chase, of course. He's barreling towards this accident that has just happened recently, probably due to him, you know. He caused like uh, 1,100 accidents in this movie just by doing what he was doing. But uh, there's like a car that's been like smashed in the perfect <laughs> ramp formation. <laughs> so he's just bombing this hill and he hits the car red ramp thing. It goes 30 feet in the air and it is 130 feet of distance, basically, Whoa. that H.B. Halicki actually did. They had a ramp set up where when he hit right where you can't see it, there was like a launcher on the end of the fucking ramp Whoa. that like so he's already doing like a hundred miles an hour before he hits it, and then this launcher catapults him even further into the air. And like I said, they read. I think it gone in sixty seconds in two thousand. They did like sixty feet, you know, just to like double it yeah, or whatever. Yeah, which, but they do with CGI. And I'm you assuming. can see it as it lands here. HB Halicki, the car. I mean, it's not a plane. <laughs> and you've gotten it up very high, and now it has to come back down. <laughs> and it is a 1970s suspension. Yeah, you know? I was gonna say the, the, the shock absorption is probably not what uh, what we even we expect oh, wow. in normal cars. Knock your fucking so, teeth out! Look at the oil in the front. So do you guys out. see what happened when it it started to it landed and it bent and see it started to slide sideways in the yeah. fishtail, right? Yeah, it starts so, with fishtail. This is giving me f fucking crazy flashbacks. Um, right after I graduated high school, uh, I was in a very bad car accident over a bridge doing exactly this. Oof. I was me and a bunch of friends. I was in the backseat, um, hit a small bridge over a canal on Davis Island in Tampa, Florida. It was yeah. called Thrill Hill because it's like, yeah. Woo, you go up really quick, steep we up, steep those. down, short. Well, we hit it going like 85 to 95 miles an hour. And we got so much air that when we landed, we bent the axle. And we started doing exactly that. And we fish-tailed and like slammed into a gate and bounced off it and hit a tree and shit. But Damn. Um, yeah, no, there is no, that behaves in real life exactly like Oh, that. for sure. Yeah, no, it was, was real life. It was just real. Yeah, I, have, oh. I do not ramp your vehicle, y'all. I've done it too, Dev. I ramped my pickup truck in high school, and it is not like in the movies. You get really fucked up. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, so You can see so like, the axle bent on this footage. If you guys ever go to YouTube or if you want to watch the movie, yeah. it's all in slow motion, and you can see like the force of landing just goes and buckles it, and those tires go and start to contour yeah. outward like that. And they don't have any control or steering. Or yeah, I, I imagine like your teeth, just like the, oh, yeah. the shock that comes from like your, yeah. your jaw hitting the like hitting around and stuff. Did he wear a mouth guard or anything? No, like, there... he, he didn't do any of that shit. He fucked up probably his teeth, but he fucked up his spine most of all. They oh said yeah, they did an X-ray on this man, and like each of his vertebrae were just like fused together at this point. He never walked right again really? after the jump. He was like, Whoa. they said he got out of the car. Which we was probably not supposed to do. He got out and he was trying to like walk around, like I'm fine, I'm fine. But clearly he was like walking funny, Whoa. walked funny for the rest of his life wow. after this job. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. And That's this was crazy. this was just one of the major accidents that he was in in this movie. Which that wasn't an you can't call it an accident, yeah, it was really. On, but it was, it was on purpose. But like I mean, also uh, 
you can only do that once. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, 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 the hopefully the cameras are rolling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hopefully, yep. like, nothing goes fucked up in shot. the shot. There better not be a smudge on that lens, because yeah. I will never walk again for the shot. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't walk right. That's so wild. Did he have any expectation of what the repercussions to that stunt would be? Or he was just like, I'm going to jump it. Full send it, baby. <laughs> Full send it. He was kind of like Evil Knievel. That was kind of... H.P. Mm. Halicki, to me, was a lot like Evil Knievel in that way, where it was just like he was this type of guy who wasn't by any means a professional at what he was doing but he would just he he would just do it you know i'm just gonna and dev mentioned this was the time of dukes of hazard i'm sure he watched those guys ramp so many of those cars on dukes of hazard and was like i can do that yeah you know i'm gonna give him a big ramp scene like in dukes of hazard in my movie yeah <laughs> it just has like no comprehension of the safety precautions that go into actually filming a movie exactly um yeah and he's just like no yeah. it's, just, it's just like it's just like what i see yeah there's another one where and you can see it in the movie it's uh, again all made it in nothing got cut here he's on the freeway doing gotta be 90 to 100 miles an hour you know the big chase and he sees an exit coming up, and he just sort of fucking sharp turns across a few lanes to get to this exit. Well, remember, the other people in the cars around him are just his friends and, like, crew members and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, Not professional stunt drivers. No, not professional stunt drivers. So, uh, lo and behold, this not professional stunt driver didn't put on his brakes uh, exactly in time. So, instead of him doing the cool veer off of the ramp of the freeway... He clips his buddy's bumper. And by the way, this is all, this road is not closed. This is. Oh my God, right. Yeah. So there's real traffic this on this is, road. There's still, real traffic yeah. going on while this is happening. And he clips his front, his buddy's front bumper of this Cadillac that he's driving, goes twirling off at about 85 miles an hour off the freeway, smashes into a light pole, all real. He was unconscious. And they were coming to like get him out of the car. This is probably the end of the movie. He's probably dead now. Like he's got to be dead now. <laughs> got to be dead now. <laughs> they say, they what's say, a twist? what's that? De- I just said, what a twist. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> they say that he came back to life, and he said, "Did you get the shot?" <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the fucking shot, man? I Arm- hope whoever was there had to just fuck with him and be like, nah, you gotta do it again, bro. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> lens cap was on. Tape Sorry. wasn't in the camera. We didn't get anything. <laughs> the lens cap was on. I'm Insane. sorry. So they got all the shots. The movie's done. Uh, 90 minute movie. 40 minutes of this is car chase and people just getting fucked up. And they probably had a lot of answering to people to do. I would imagine there was a lot of uh, investigations going on. But again, you know, the cops are involved in making this thing. So probably not. Apparently they would just come and hand their editor like just a bunch of footage and just be like, here. And the editors make something out of this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he, the editor said, it "Sounds, <laughs> go ahead. sounds like he was 
fucking on blow. I think he was, man. I really think he was. Uh, Let's just get that over there. Wait a minute. There's something going on over there. Let's get that thing. Let's get this other thing here, too. Was there any evidence? Fire trucks. Get it. Was there evidence of him being a partier? Did he, uh, did he? There wasn't, uh, not to, but again, you know, not a lot of people knew about this guy, really. You know, he wasn't, like, famous. So, like, it's not like he was, paparazzi would have been hounding on him, you know. So, while he's just making this movie, he's just, like, this insane car. Man, who like, so, yeah. The the editor there was actually DVD audio commentary where Warner E. Layton, the editor of this thing, said that director H. B. Halicki would just kind of bring in a bunch of footage, say that's the Dust Bowl, which was a part in L. A. that they were filming around. That's the Dust Bowl. We run around it twice. There's your script. <laughs> like make something out of that. <laughs> That's really funny. Wait, so the 40-minute car chase, was that all shot together, or they just comped a 40 minutes of different car footage together to, like, Frankenstein a chase? Yeah, he was. He would even reuse some shots. He would get coverage of some shots uh, in different angles, and he would just, like, instead of doing a new shot, he would use a different angle of the shot from earlier, you know? Mm. And a lot of it is clear, but honestly, it's pretty seamless. I mean... It definitely took you on a car chase through so, so the editor was like, okay, I got this cool chase scene on the highway in L.A., and I have another one on this off on this off-road in Long Beach, and I think, right. I, can, I, think I can stitch these together. Yeah, there's some times okay. where it does not cut together. There's, like, one part where they're on a street, and then the next second they're on, like, a gravel, like, you know. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Weren't you just on a freeway? Hey, look, I'm working for what I got. Hey, get the shot, baby. <laughs> we got the shots, so I got to do something with it. We got the shot. Shot. Yeah, this gravel shot's too cool not to use here. No yeah. one's going to notice. Exactly. There's no rewind yet. We haven't invented <laughs> that yet. Oh, man. Were there any lawsuits? Not that I know of, no. What? Uh, I'm, well, <laughs> Drink, actually, lawsuits didn't exist in the 70s. <laughs> well, actually, I take that back. Not, not that I know of for the filming of this movie, but for the rights and stuff to this movie, it got very Okay, so we'll litigious. get into that in the release, I assume. Yeah. Obviously, okay. for the music, there was some shit that right. happened. I assume because he probably accidentally damaged like just regular people's cars, right? Like. During any of the chase sequences or anything, like, did he ever hit someone's car who just was not related to this movie whatsoever? Uh, not that I saw. Anywhere. Really? Yeah, that's I, impressive. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't. He probably wasn't sued by that Cadillac dealership, but I'm sure they You're were like, "Yeah, you know, cars. you're fucking." What they did right? was yeah. if they hit if they hit a car, they would steal it and change the VIN number and switch it to another car <laughs> right, right, that they would right, steal right. and then just put it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, no none of those lawsuits that I know of happened, but like I said, a lot of lawsuits happened. I, I'm sure if any of that happened, he probably just paid them off there right there and then. He was yeah. like, "Let's not get lawyers involved." Here's a yeah. stack of cash that I got from. Questionable means. Questionable means. So, so yeah, do you? I mean, is it your personal hypothesis that he was involved in any illegal activity, like outside of this? I I think ah, that's hard to say because there's no evidence behind this at all. What I'm about to say, mm-hmm. but I just the way that this what does industry, your gut say? My gut, the way that this industry works, and especially in the 1970s. No doubt about it. Some of this money came from ill-gotten means. It just had to have. Like yeah. I just, I know people in modern day who have used like drug money to fund movies. Yeah, and he's he's this well-connected car guy. And it, it's, it'd be so easy to move drugs in cars. Yeah. It's like you're selling cars and like, hey, yeah. maybe you check the tire well. You know what I mean? Like, it's yes. uh, what you're do really it. buying is underneath do it. the just trunk. Do it. 
Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, that's what that movie was about. Grant. So yeah. why do you think that there was a plot line about being hung up about like we don't sell drugs? Probably for that reason. Get people off his off his case. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Made a movie about how selling drugs is bad. Exactly. Okay? Let's wash our drug money through a movie about how drugs are bad. <laughs> but we're still gonna steal cars in the movie. That's the yeah. funny part. It's like I don't give a shit if you're drug dealers. You've already. Yeah. I would rather you deal drugs and steal cars. To be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, don't steal my fucking it. Mustang. Dealing like, drugs, you're providing a service to the community. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. That's, steal, that's commerce, baby. Yeah. You're just don't, a fucking thief, it's man. It's just Get a thief. Yeah. yeah, you're not... I mean, don't steal my Mustang. Sell me cocaine to do in my Mustang. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, yes. then I'll love you. A far more ethical business <laughs> model. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did anyone get hurt that wasn't involved in the film? Like, just like a random dude on the street got, got his leg clipped and then... You know, um, again, not that I know, not, of. not officially, not official. Okay, nothing that uh, <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, make, make sure go it away. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the uh, were the authorities or anything ever questioned about like why this was allowed to happen? Like, did they ever give any public statements? Oh, or anything like I'm that? sure they no public statements that I've seen. But I would love to hear the list of calls that all those cities were getting. Just like <laughs> what is happening? Like there is a gigantic police pursuit. The news isn't talking about it at all. No one's talking about it. There's just like 30 cops chasing this one dude through. Six cities of California, <laughs> and I guess it's okay. And they're just like, "Oh yeah, we're doing a thing." Oh like, my god, crazy! Uh, it just and like because Twitter wasn't the thing back then, so it's just it's gotta be like one of those things. Just go into a bar, and you're like. Did anyone else see the fucking weird shit yes. that was happening? Like, there was going to be one guy who was like, yes! yes! I thought it was the only one! Yes. The police aren't answering any questions! Oh my god, dude, what the fuck what is, is going happening? on? Yes. Watch their reactions. Watch the movie just to watch the background people's reactions. <laughs> because, like, this car comes fucking roaring down, you know, like, Sunset Boulevard over here. And oh people are god. just like, what in the fuck is going on? It's, de it's destroyed... Like badass Mustang being chased Absolutely by every cop in the world. Insane. The release. So, um, so HB and Denise, you know, they finish this movie. They've uh, they've laid it in a big pile on the editor's desk to figure out however this movie's gonna look. Uh, it's up to you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh, you want to do. Yeah, whatever you want to do. I can't fucking walk anymore. I don't remember <laughs> my name. I don't remember my parents. Uh, I don't even remember making this movie to be honest. So. <laughs> Don't ask me what goes where because I don't remember filming that because I hit my head really hard, you know. But uh, I just know we drive. <laughs> we drive. That's what my boy Toby does. He drives and he calls people Pollock. That's what he does, oh, you know. What, uh, so, uh, how close to the end of the movie was the jump scene? You know, it was like it was one of the last shots. Okay, so they're right, good. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I they did the was thing. Was it intended to be one of the last Probably. shots? Or after that, he was like, "Let's make that." one of the last ones. I do it. Actually, that'll be the end of the movie. It's just like limping away. He's like, eh, 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 just go drop this off to the editor. Let's call it a day. You know, uh, I'm sure it was one of the last shots. What movie was that that we were talking about? We're like, let's make this one of the last shots just in case. It oh, Titanic. Oh, or yeah, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. Yeah, 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 and yeah. In case you saw off your leg, uh, we'll make this the last shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was basically it. <laughs> but, 
boy, was this thing fucking worth it. Oh, my God. So there's not a big uh, opening weekend box office number for this thing because it wasn't really an opening weekend box office. It was a Mm B-movie, $150,000 budget. Uh, it was just sort of one of those things that are going to select theaters. Well, so yeah, I was about to say, how did distribution even work? I, I he it, just it, distributed it somewhere. Word of mouth. Yeah, well, basically. I mean, but like, so <laughs> he didn't team up with a publisher or anything to handle distribution. I'm assuming. I think he did it. I like he was connected in L.A. So mm-hmm. so he just what then he would pay the theaters to run the movie. I then. think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. I, again. Unfortunately, there was just wasn't a whole lot of information about that, which is also shady. Yeah. Some people really did think this was a money laundering scheme, <laughs> especially when you hear you you don't know how much it made on opening weekend. Really, uh-huh. you don't even really know what it made, and it's like year run. What you do know is what this 1974 film has made up until this day. Whoa. Which a lot of it was in the 70s. But now we know what it has accumulated thus far. How do we know this? Uh, I mean, I guess they've Better tallied it up now. Yeah. <laughs> but the big number I've been holding out on. So, De- Dev, you guessed... He guessed 80. 80. I guess 50. 80. You guessed 50. So, this has gone on to make $40 million to this okay. day. With a, with a $150,000 budget. $40 million. Cool. And he made millions in the yeah. 70s from this. Like, really? this made him a very rich man. Cool. He made a lot of money on this. It was huge, huge, huge. I mean, like I said, yeah. we're in I mean, this... that's a 40x return. That's insane. Like, yeah, that's... yeah. It's like, when... Mm. When we're in this time period where you can't even drive your car faster than 55 miles an hour, mm-hmm. gas is, you're waiting in line for gas, gas has become very precious. Mm-hmm. So it's no wonder this thing was a success. Yeah, you it's know? like, I, I want to see cool car shit. Cause yeah. I see cool car shit. Yeah. And then I'm going to go drive way too fast after I watch this movie. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he actually started on some sequels immediately. In Whoa. 1977... He did a follow-up of sorts. It was titled Double Nickels. <laughs> and uh, he brought back most of the old, uh, you know, the friends, the cast and the crew and his yeah. wife. You know, all the Gone in 60 Seconds people were there. Was um, it the same characters or was it the same actors, different characters? Same actors, different characters. Okay. He was always trying to make it new, but it was funny because mm-hmm. he would make all these movies where he's trying to make it like different and new but he's literally inserting shots from gone in 60 seconds into these other really movies. yeah that's so funny yeah. he was like well i'm not doing that scene again yeah, exactly so we're gonna use it damn it just use i don't it. have any feeling in my left toe because <laughs> of this so we're gonna keep using it this one uh this one's a good one too he did an offshoot sort of like a standalone called junk man which was about junk man and movie maker Harlan Hollis struggle to stay alive when a jealous partner in his company hires goons to kill him. Full of amazing car chases, fantastic crashes, and edge-of-your-seat action. Whoa. So, he kind of started this, like, uh, car heist movement. Yeah. You know, like, that was kind of his whole thing. It was yeah. like, I got cool. cars... I know people with cameras. 
They got people who are willing to drive the cars really fast. Yeah. Did he continue to do driving himself? Yeah. He continued, so the yeah. spinal injury didn't really affect his driving ability. I mean, it probably did affect his driving ability, but it didn't keep him from doing it. <laughs> okay. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't keep him out of the car. Yeah. It just didn't keep him away from the light poles either. You know? <laughs> so he accumulated more injuries. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> he just. It sounds like the fucking stunt driver in Death Proof. <laughs> yes. Exactly. He. I bet you, I bet you, if you were to ask, that was uh, Robert Rodriguez that did that one, right? Was Death Proof the Rose? Yeah, Quentin and Rob. Yeah, I uh, bet if Robert. you asked them, they would bring up. Robert, both of those guys, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, absolutely know all about this H.B. Halicki situation. Like, those are the types of guys yeah. who know probably more than I've even said on this episode. They probably have, like, insider information on this yeah. guy. Is Halicki still alive? No. Okay. I'll tell you about that. <laughs> oh, okay. <All> right. <laughs> I'll tell you about that. Halicki's uh, okay. luck ran out. Okay. Would Tarantino or Rodriguez have been able to meet him before his demise? Maybe. No. No. Okay. Well, he... I don't know, actually. I take that back. I don't remember. He died he... in Yeah, maybe. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, then probably. Yeah. And um, also, Halicki uh, is... I mean... He was Quentin was doing his stuff for Sundance before he made uh, Pulp Fiction, right. in the right in the beginning of the '90s. But all that prep work was in the late '80s. Right, he was on sets. He was already doing shit. Yeah, and so Halicki, it's possible. Yeah, and he was also, if you would ask, uh, like the guys who made Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. um, a lot of Halicki like style stuff is in Grand. I bet you they Ooh. would say they were they were gone in sixty seconds. When I when I do the the game history episode on Grand Theft Auto one of these days, I'll yeah. do specific research into seeing if anyone's ever brought up Halicki. Comebacks to HB, man. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do this whole episode. Honestly, I wanted to tell you guys about HB because he is this like maverick part of film history you know mm -hmm. that not not a lot of people know about it unless you go on a deep dive of this shit mm -hmm. but uh gone in 60 seconds was just ginormous i mean this this started a a genre basically just like i thought it was very appropriate because we just did oceans 11 mm -hmm. and this felt a lot of the same where it was kind of fly by to the seat of your pants filmmaking that started a whole genre of mm -hmm. films basically you know but I'm not even done telling you about them yet. So maybe you'd like 1983's Deadline Auto Theft. After an attempted theft of his daughter's husband's car, LAPD Captain Gibbs declares war on master car thief Mandrian Pace, baby. He's backed. <laughs> overtaking his boss's betrayal and pursuing Eleanor as Pace tries to make his getaway. So this is where you brought back Mandrian, he brought back Eleanor. This was like the unofficial sequel to Gone in 60 Seconds was Deadline Auto Theft. That's crazy. Wait, so <laughs> are any studios involved or is this all still independent? All independent. Independent baby, wow. Halicki didn't answer to no man. <laughs> like this man did it all on his own. No man, no <laughs> permits, no authority. <laughs> to the point, we'll get into it. But when they made the 2000 version, his wife Denise was like the main benefactor of, or the main one to profit off of that movie. Like this, this gets crazy. This Whoa. gets crazy money. This man spent 150 grand and started a fucking empire. Wow. Like, like Denise Halicki, after HB's death, probably was a, a crazy millionaire. Like, more money than you could ever imagine, I would imagine. Wow. From this little 
rinky dink movie that he yeah. filmed in LA with no permits. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just such a crazy story to me. It's just it's mind boggling how much money this thing made and what it became. You know, the people that get involved later on are insane. Unfortunately, <clears throat> before all that happened, June 9th, 1989, Toby and Denise Halicki began to shoot the 1989 reboot, Gone in 60 Seconds 2. They were doing, like, the official, official whole, we're bringing it back. It's 89, uh, you know, everyone's been wanting to see this since 1974, since the original came out. Finally gonna do it, it's gonna star both of them, they're gonna bring back the cast, Eleanor's gonna be there, of course. The big reboot, you know, and it wasn't going to have the same storyline. That was the thing. They were going to change it up. Halicki wanted bigger, bigger. Like, oh my God. he wants, a, now he's a multimillionaire. Yeah, you oh know? yes. Now he can he can afford to still not buy permits, but buy a boat. Exactly, and dude. And trains. And yes. we're going to ramp the boat off the train. Yes, man. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen what this thing became, but unfortunately... Uh, it didn't become very much because <laughs> they're filming this scene with a water tower involved. Um, oh, and by the way, he was going real. He bought 500 cars to destroy in this film. Holy he was getting shit. ready for like Carmageddon. Oh my like, god! Like this was going death to be race. yes, it's going or to be death race. He was he was making or, twisted metal before <clears throat> twisted metal existed. Or or. He was laundering a bunch of drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that too, that too. There's that whole yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> Dude, it had to be money laundering. What the it fuck are you be. guys thinking? Where you, what, what movie budget have you ever heard of being like, yo, we got an extra large amount of cash around. We Let's don't. just spend it on all these... Random car. We might need these vehicles, but we might not. I believe he planned to crash to 500 cars. Absolutely. I believe. Sure. You know that one scene from uh, Fast and Furious 2 where all the cars are coming out of that garage at one yes. time? I think he wanted that ball of them running into each all other. All of them smashing into each other. The biggest fucking like, destruction car derby. Car pile up in history, yeah. <laughs> Carpocalypse. Carpocalypse, sure. <laughs> That's what it should have been called. Gone in 60 seconds, too. Carpocalypse, Carpocalypse. <laughs> Carpocalypse now, dude. Oh. So it's it's creepy too, man. Uh, they're filming this scene in Dunkirk, New York, uh, where he was born. Yeah, oh. Dunkirk. He was born here in mm -hmm. Dunkirk, as I mentioned in part one. They're in his hometown. He's filming this big scene. Um, I imagine it's a big deal. You know, I imagine he's going back to visit the uh, thirteen fucking brothers and sisters that he's got there. <laughs> you know, shit like that. <laughs> Literally, uh, whoever survived. You know, we know how that shit goes. Yeah. In this stunt, there's a 160 foot tall water tower, and the whole stunt is supposed to be. A, a car crashes into it. It goes fucking toppling over. Water just gushes out into the city. Big water water tower crash. Mm -hmm. You know, you've seen them in movies. They're always really cool. I don't so blame them for gonna trying to do this. flood the streets of New York without permits? Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He might have actually got a permit to do this one. Who knows? But it was some big... Uh, we, needed to, uh, we needed to spend a bunch of money on some other stuff. So we decided to, you know... Break this water tower. It's like <laughs> they probably went to like the city and they were like, "Yo, uh, what do you kind of uh, need destroyed? Right. We'll just uh, you know, we'll break it and then uh, we'll pay for it. Exactly. Just uh, 
You know, you'll get a new water tower. Just yeah. let us so fill. what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of water damage, and uh, those people are fortunately going to be able to file some insurance some claims insurance on, claims. The, on this properties that's got. And hey, look, it's the the you know the, it was in the city's fault. And look, it, you know, it just so happens that I'm the head of the construction unit, right? So, you know, right. <laughs> and the trash. I want to build a new shopping mall on this block, but you got these pesky people who won't won't leave won't leave their leases hey, alone. Yeah. So what if there's what if there's apartments was uninhabitable? Right. What if I turned this whole city block into a uh, water world with Kevin Costner? You don't get that reference yet, but you will. You know, give it six years. <laughs> they, they already started They're buying like, stuff for that movie, what's too. A, what's a Kevin Costner? What's a Costner? What's a, you talking about that, uh, that uh, dances with the wind guy or whatever? Uh, wind of so the wolves? So how many wolves. cars were destroyed in this? Totally. Well, this one didn't really get going for the destruction of all the cars because this is why. So he was they were doing the stunt where the water tower falls over. A fucking cable that was attached to the water tower snaps unexpectedly. It shears a whole telephone pole. Like, zip, just cuts it in half. Telephone pole comes toppling over, and the car crash king himself that has gotten crashed more cars than you can ever imagine and has lived through all of it, it fucking squashes H.B. Halicki. Kills him instantly. Right there on set, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And he did, was, he, did they get the shot? They probably got the shot. <laughs> Never used? I, I don't know if you can see it. I, maybe. It's probably out there somewhere, <laughs> honestly. Um, I mean, if the, the real cool thing to do is just bury him with it and just, you know, put that in there with him. Yeah. I mean, he probably would want you to use the shot. He probably would want you to he finish would. that movie. Oh, he would. I know. Finish that movie, but change that's why the story. It would be really funny. To make it in his casket, so he just looks at it in the afterlife. And he says, "God damn, why didn't they use the shot?" Why He's like, "You should have finished the movie and changed it so my character dies." So I've been giving you gold right here. Give me gold up until my death, and you're not taking my gold. Yeah, man. Performance of a lifetime. L.A. L.A. Times released this article: Creator of crashes killed creator on of... film set. Damn. <laughs> the creator Look, of crashes. Man, to the surprise of no one. At least it was him yeah. and not an uh, innocent bystander. Yeah. 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 It says uh, film producer H.B. Halicki, a scrappy independent whose car crash movies won him a cult following, was killed in an accident on set of a new film in Buffalo, New York Sunday. Witnesses told police that Halicki, 48, of Gardena, that was where he was living at the time, died when a cable that was attached to a water tower snapped and severed a telephone pole, which fell on him. Yeah, he was, oh, he was wrapping up shooting. Gone in 60 seconds, too. Oh, they were yeah, almost done? so they were almost done. And they never released it? He had been forced to buy $8 million in insurance to make the sequel after a local official accused him of lax safety planning. No way. He was... He never did that. He was always planning on safety. $8 million dollars of insurance. <laughs> That's how they were like, if you film a movie this time around, you're, you're going to pay the pretty penny, my friend. That's crazy. And, um, and that, but So this it was almost done filming. It got buried. So there, this thing, it came out as a short, but it was in 2003. I'm, I'm seeing this. Yeah. So I think probably what happened is they said, that scrap. That's done. He died on set. We're not going to release this thing. And then maybe in 2003, three years after the new movie came out, maybe they released it as like a special Whatever they short. shot of it? Yeah, like whatever they had. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to find the runtime on this. 
they did a double feature where they did Deadline, Auto Theft, and Gone in 60 Seconds 2, mm. and it's one hour and 38 minutes uh, for both of those movies. Mm. So I think, and he was doing... Runtime is 31 minutes. Okay, gotcha. So they shot about 30 minutes this movie, I yeah. guess. I wonder if they use, do they use the shot where he died? There's no way. Nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, well, they might, because if they use the shot where the light, the water tower comes down, yeah. I'll have to watch some of these sequels. I only watched yeah. the one because it was just like, you know, I was doing that. I also have to wonder, to be honest, if the light pole was like, this is revenge. <laughs> For all the light poles that you took out <laughs> along the way, you know, <laughs> for all the unpermitted crashes that you had into us, it's it's my time to take you out. You know, it was just coming for me. I'm him, sick man. and tired of losing my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you live you live your life driving cars at max speed, running yourself into light poles, and one of them finally kills you. You know, whether it be from you running into it or it running into you. It's yeah, so I was going to say, I mean, this is the surprise of no one no, that of course, this was yeah. like bound like, to happen. You keep pushing your luck like this. He at least could have gone out in a car, you know? Like in a car crash? Yeah, well, I mean, man. this was a car crash, kind of. Yeah, one also, car crashes clearly did not do shit to oh, him. Wait, wait, wait. Was he, was he, oh, he wasn't in a car? He was outside of the car. Oh. It fell on him. Just, he was just standing there. Oh, yeah. I thought sure. I thought the car hit the wire tower and then the telephone Let wire me hit make the car. Sure of that. I for I was under the impression that it just kind of okay. It says Sunday shooting in an abandoned industrial park had called for a tractor trailer to crash through a series of parked cars before ramming it into a support for the 100 foot tall water tower or 160, depending on who you ask, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Workers had just made cuts through one of the tower supports, according to witnesses, when the tower began to creak. Workers scrambled out of the way, but Haliki was unable to escape the falling pole. Damn. Yeah, yeah so it wasn't even a car crash. No. Wow. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Irony. You yeah, know. of all the shit he did, the thing that killed him was a random thing falling. It was like Final Destination. Yeah. It was like, death's just got to come around at some point. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to change. So... They probably didn't get the shot. No, I don't think they got the shot, man. I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I'll have to watch this one, yeah. the short film that is like whatever Where do it was you salvageable. Even find I guess. This? Where is it even distributed on? Yeah, I can't find. There's not much information about this little short here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to do some digging. It says uh, shortly before he was killed, Halicki said he no longer did many of the stunts in his movies anymore. I still do some of them, but I don't do any of the hard ones, he said. I still enjoy getting in the car and racing it out or doing the crashes in it, but I've limited it down. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, because he was like... You could barely so... walk. He was barely a... That's why he couldn't escape the falling tower, because it was so hard for him to walk at that point that he's like he has the speed of a turtle. Listen to this. He said, I've had some very close calls. This man was killed by a telephone pole, the man who I'm about to tell you what he just said. I had a head-on collision with an airplane on my last film. We hit at a combined <laughs> speed of over 200 miles per hour, and we crashed the plane and put about 80 stitches in my head. I was very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the, ki the, the king of crashes, baby. He had to have been a barely functioning human being by the time. Again, like he just didn't have the mobility to get out of the way of that pole. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, needs, he needs 30 minutes to move 10 feet. <laughs> so... So, uh, like I said, after HB died, uh, Denise started dating her third cousin, Robert Kardashian, years before old Chris would come along. How soon after the death? I don't know. It was pretty <laughs> soon, though. It wasn't very long. She might have already been fucking her cousin, let's be honest. 
But uh, probably, she, well, because he can't fuck anymore. He, can't, he, can't, no. he has no movement in his pelvis. And also, she probably just needed to be close to a lawyer at all times <laughs> at this point. This was like, you know, there. This is where the legal shit does start to add up. I think okay. he might have even faked his own death. To be like, uh, <laughs> you deal with the rest of this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the the reboot of Gone in sixty seconds uh, project, um, and their marriage had already been doing pretty badly when he died as well apparently you know denise and the crash king who knew uh but (laughs) (laughs) the halicki estate faced a number of legal challenges after seven trials in 1994 the court released halicki's film Uh, that's what it got bogged up in legal shit oh so that's what happened we're going to 60 seconds too it just got bogged up in legal shit after seven trials, the 19, in 1994, the court released it uh, and the associated copyrights to Denise, but she was forced to sell her husband's car collection to pay the legal fees. Um, Halicki planned to finish her late husband's dream and make a new Gone in 60 Seconds film based on the 1989 unfinished one. Mm. So in 1995, she licensed and produced a loose 2000, year 2000 remake of Halicki's original 1974, along with Disney under their Touchstone Pictures banner Mm. and Jerry Bruckheimer. Mm. So when she finally legally got all the shit, it was finally released to her after not very long, I mean, Mm. six years, you know, but a lot of court. She had to go through a lot of shit, pay a lot of money, Mm. sell most of his car collection just to pay it all down. Mm -hmm. She teamed up with Jerry Bruckheimer and fucking Disney, by the way, I did not know Disney made that movie. Disney's <laughs> like, hey, kids, you want a car thieving <laughs> movie? Like, uh, you want to watch yeah, Angelina Jolie uh, and Bag of Bones over there fucking a car that's too small? Touchstone. That's, you know, that's, their, yeah. that's their way out of Bad it. Bad boy Disney. I think that they just had all those big names. Because it was like, it was, it, you brought up Ocean's Eleven. It was like the Ocean's Eleven for car movies. Absolutely. You know, it had like all these big actors are com- at least coming up and getting big, yeah. you know, just being supported as part of like members of the crew and shit. Right. Well, I was going to say, I, I, well, I have two questions. Um, one, how, how close is the, the, the remake to the plot of the original? Uh, not very close. Okay. Honestly. Um, I think Denise probably wanted it to be a bit closer than okay. it wound up being. Okay. I do think that there was a point where, Again, by this point, Denise has untold millions from mm-hmm. this shit. I, I mean, she did have to put out a lot of money for all of that legal stuff and for the insurance and all that. But uh, you know, when this like, thing comes around, yeah, I mean, if you're getting Disney involved, like a real writer has to actually sit down and write a yeah, real script, and he's exactly. like, the first one's nonsense. So like, yeah. we'll keep the stealing cars part, and that's yeah. about it. They um, it was like an homage, you yeah. know. They like I said, they mm. kept the cool list. They kept all the cars were women's names, mm. but yeah, I mean, they went in a different direction with Nicolas Cage for sure. What were the lawsuits about? I imagine it was just a lot of, like, the insurance stuff was one thing. You know, they had probably run out of luck on filming without a permit by now Mm. because they're making so much money off of this shit. Uh, And then there was a bunch of, there was some lawsuits also, and they're still to this day, apparently, his estate wrestles around. They named the Mustang Eleanor. And then a lot of car collectors started naming their cars, like, Eleanor, 
they were making a lot of money off of Eleanor, a lot of other people. Like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, even for if you want to buy an Eleanor, even from the 2000 movie where, you know, Eleanor reprised her role as the gray customized 67 Ford Mustang, uh, that it's $3 million for that car in real life, you know, if it's signed by Carol Shelby. If not, it's like mm-hmm. only a million. Right, know? yeah. But there, especially after she did this with Jerry Bruckheimer and Disney, Eleanor exploded, and all these car people kind of started making money off of Eleanor. She even sued Carol Shelby. She sued him at one point because he apparently was going to come out with, like, he was selling Eleanor, you know. Mm-hmm. He was like he had he partnered with a uh, like a remake company that was like making like, uh, like novelty, unofficial, like not super souped up, but like oh god, what replicas? Yeah, and mm-hmm. and they called it the Eleanor, and she's like, no, bitch, yeah. you can't do you that. Can't shit. do that shit. My husband Shut named that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, she has a point, but you know, Shelby did <laughs> register the. As a trademark, the name Eleanor right. after the movie. Right. So, like, he did kind of, like, do some shady yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, ah, I'm not going to break you off or anything. I'm just going to yeah. do this. Exactly. So, like, to the victor goes the spoilers. Yeah, and I always hate to hear that. I always hate to hear that a fun movie mm-hmm. becomes, like, a fucking litigious nightmare. You know? Yeah. It's never fun. So, it, yeah, so, like, the loss, the lawsuits and stuff that she was dealing with, that she was in court with for seven, it was seven courts, seven years? What was the Yeah, I'm not exactly. Thing? Here, let me it was, see. It was just probably a collection of, like, all the many, many problems right. that he has accumulated exactly. over his career. That was kind of, and, uh, you know, he had made so many movies, and he had so much family. I'm sure yeah. that people were trying oh, to get yeah. that money. Yeah, he had so much. 13 brothers and sisters, yeah. like, want, want a piece of that. Exactly. Um, I think it was more about just when he died. I mm-hmm. think, like, the, the courts probably, she was probably trying to get the rights to all of the shit that he made mm-hmm. as his wife. And I think the courts were kind of like, yeah, I think she just had to go through a lot of court to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's insane. Does she still own the rights, or does Disney now own the rights? She probably still owns a lot of it. I mean, or I don't know. She, or maybe she licensed. I th- yeah, she licensed it to Disney. So yeah, she still owns it. That's crazy. They haven't done anything else with the Gone Sixty Seconds IP since then, have they? No, no. And they need to, man. It's time. We need a new one. <laughs> we need some new Gone in Sixty Seconds. Damn it, yeah. for sure. Need some, need some electric cars this <laughs> yeah. time around. Figure and out, figure out an angle there. Self-driving cars, stealing cars, self-driving cars. Yeah. Be gone in sixty keystrokes. Hell my God. yeah! And we could do it the way he did it. No permits. Yeah. Don't even mm-hmm. tell anyone you're filming a movie. Yeah. Just, just steal drive their Teslas. really fast. Just steal their Teslas. Steal their Teslas. They know mm-hmm. when a car is in front of you, they'll get out of the way. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's even safer. Even safer. It's even safer. Oh, you're, mm-hmm. you, I think we're. I think we're in the mix. I think we're good to go. Let's cool. do this. Fuck yeah. You know, 150 grand. It's going to cost <laughs> a little bit more now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was gone in 60 seconds, y'all. Incredible. What a what a wild journey that was. Man, I was hoping you guys would find it as interesting as I did. Twists and turns. What, what inspired you to write this episode? Where, where did this come from? I watched this like six months ago. I was just flipping around, probably the same dev that you came across it. I just came across, I, I didn't even know that the new one was a remake. Oh no, yeah, I watched that originally. I saw the new one, and then years, like two years later, I found out about the original, and I was like, oh, I gotta find this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I found it, and I think I literally said, like, 
Oh wow, that's funny. An old movie with kind of, with the same name because like Fast and mm-hmm. Furious. There's right. an old movie called Fast and Furious, totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Gone in sixty seconds. Scarface. What's that? I said Scarface. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Scarface. Yeah, that's another that's a, another good mm-hmm. example. But I was just like, oh wow, that's funny. But then I looked and it was like, oh no, it's the movie. <laughs> then I started looking into that and it was like, oh wow, it is the movie. That the 2001 is based on, mm-hmm. and the guy nearly killed himself a hundred times making it, you know. Yeah. And so I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of got it in my Whoa. head. I've been wanting to do this one for cool, a while. Actually, cool, yeah. cool, good one to pull up right now. Yeah, man, definitely. amazing. Rev your engine. <laughs> do you have any closing comments? All my friends <laughs> need a little That was. That song. All right, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Man, I gotta rewatch. I gotta rewatch Nicholas Cage one too. Yeah, me too. But um, in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, on Twitter at Drake underscore Cummings, on uh, TikTok Hollywood Drake, on YouTube at Drake Cummings. I just uh, released a uh, comedic short that I wrote. Uh, uh, it costs less than Gone of Sixty Seconds to produce, uh, but just as independent. Uh, and nice. uh, you can check that out on YouTube and my Instagram and stuff. Uh, and then merch store, RagingTwentiesMerch.com. And, uh, you know, uh, also at your local bar. Yeah. Go ahead, uh Heard that. Uh, you'll find me next to him at the bar drinking a nice O'Doul's. <laughs> and uh, pounding them O'Doul's. I'm going to do a funnel of O'Doul's. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if anyone's ever done that before. Um, but I'll be on Twitter, meanwhile, you know, <laughs> tweeting the whole thing live from Abracadabra Dev and uh, on an IG story from Sailor underscore Dev. So come check it out. Hell yeah. And you can find us at Film History, the history of film on Instagram, FHHF Podcast on Twitter. You can find me at Jimmy Deloy or James Wyatt Scott, depending on where you're looking for me. And you can also find me... Ramping my fucking Mustang 180 feet in the air and slamming back down to earth, sending car parts and body parts exploding in all directions, killing the poor fuckers who didn't even agree to be the background actors in my very dangerous movie. That's been Film History. The History history of You know what I'm talking about?